Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And here with me, as always, is our producer, friend, co-host, D. Scott. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> And my other wonderful co-host and friend, psychic medium, Michelle Lyons-Polito. Hi there. <laughs> Michelle is going to introduce our wonderful guest tonight, a topic we have never covered on Psychic on the Scene. So I'm kind of like excited about yes. this and to hear what uh, she has to say. So take it away, Michelle. Thank you. Tonight we have Raven Flaherty with us and she is a palm reader extraordinaire. She's amazing. She's a dear friend of mine. And we're, we're often, we are often partners in crime at the, the various psychic fairs that we do. So we always, if, if we have to be in a room together with anyone, we always try to get together with Raven and Melissa because we have such a good vibe. But she's amazing. I had her read my palm the last time we were up at Crystal Reiki. Uh, it just She knocked my socks off. So we prepared for this podcast by sending her pictures of our palms. So Raven, welcome. And we're so excited that you're here with us tonight. Hi, Raven, nobody does this anymore. So like you really hit like a spot that people don't, that used to be the thing. That was the right. soup du jour back in the day. You'd go to the boardwalk and you get your palm read. And like, I've had places where people like walk up to me. I actually was getting ready for a large event of like 400 something people. <laughs> and a lady walked up and she was like one of the general managers and she goes, okay, holding out her hand. And they were doing my hair and makeup and we all kind of stopped and turned around and went, what? And she goes, just do it. Just read it. And I go, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, A, first of all, I don't do it under duress and I don't read palms. So um, I think it's really cool that it's um, a practice that you do. How long has it been that you've been doing this or known you could do this? So um, I started when I was probably around 21 years old and I'm 40. Now, Are you? So I got a long time off. It, <laughs> it got really real for me at about 24 years old, and um, I so it, it got so real. I didn't want to look at palms um, for a mm. lot. Of years. You just got really a lot of people. Yeah, I think a lot of people that happens to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it scared me a little bit. A lot. It scared me a lot. <laughs> I've heard that quite a bit lately, actually, a couple of people that I spoke with a woman yesterday that wanted to turn, turned off her psychic ability after an experience. And now she's looking to get back into it because it does get, sometimes the information comes in, you know, fast and furious and you just want to break from it. Yeah. I had a couple of friends that I had seen that they were going to pass away real young. Oh. And a too. So when they had consecutively two friends and then my boyfriend had passed away and I saw that on their palms and had talked to them about it even and um but talked to them and told them that it didn't it didn't matter it didn't matter that it said that on their palm um and it's not just like a short lifeline kind of thing I don't want people to hear this and be like oh my god my lifeline's short and <laughs> it's not like that at all but um there are multiple ways to check and see you know things and I saw really a lot of whole life and then you know it was short though and that and so when those things came to fruition I really didn't want to see anything for the longest time mm. um, yeah and and then when I finally got comfortable with the spirit world um then I became more comfortable with palm reading I was haunted child too so mm. uh, oh interesting yeah yep. yeah <laughs> Um, and then when my boyfriend and my friends passed away, I wanted to know where they were. I, I wanted to be around the spirit world more. Right. You know? Yes, I totally understand that. And I think that happens to a lot of people. It gives it a different energy or a different um, sense that you realize that it's it's not terrifying and it's closer to you and all that kind of stuff. Familiar. Um, You're looking for that connection with your familiar people. Yeah. When you're doing palms, and I know you're going to get into it, but when you're doing palms, can you see stuff um, too with their past lives connected to it? Absolutely. Mm. So it'll be like that. 
in like for example the healer lines there's three marks underneath the pinky which is your mercury which has to do with your abilities um in life so that healer mark can show up with those three hashes right underneath your pinky um and so if you've done this in multiple lifetimes i'll see that nine hash mark or three laid over three laid over three um, oh, that's wild yeah, so that's one of the ways, you know, that you can see a past life connection. And another way is just, um, you know, Saturn has a way of really dealing with old karmic duties and your mm. Saturn finger, middle finger. So some of that can be seen in the middle finger is some of the karmic stuff. Mm. Same, as Vedic, same as Vedic astrology. So a lot of Vedic astrology is, is what I see on the palm. Um, so as above, so below, and mm -hmm. as I'm getting better, and I have way more to learn, <laughs> I've been doing it this long, I'm still learning every single day, still connecting. Girl, girl, let me tell you something, every time Michelle and I do something, we learn something else, like we think, yep. you just have to think like your ego, like, yeah, I got this, and then somebody approaches you, with a question and it's completely like from left field yes. or it is an experience when you're doing a reading and then you think, I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know nearly as much as I thought I did. It's, right? it's always a learning process. It's it's, it's yeah. absolutely the journey, which is, the which is kind of fun. Now that I know that that's exactly what it is, it doesn't stress me out anymore. I just kind of go, oh, there, there's something else for <laughs> yeah, It's kind of like an astrological reading, if I'm reading it correctly, you know, if I'm interpreting correctly, it's all there. Pretty much your astrological chart your, is on your phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't realize that's I've what you were doing. I've never heard that before. I think that's so awesome. So where did you train or how did you learn how to do this? So my friend brought me to um, Great Escape when I was really young in upstate New York. Yeah. Yep. There was a palm reader there. And I went up to them and I was so excited to get my palm read because my Nemo was kind of into certain things like that, but <laughs> she kind of did it like under the like real hidden hush hush kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> so I was super excited and they looked at my hand and they slapped it and they turned it over and they refused to read my palm. And I got freaked out a little. They read my friend's palm um, and didn't read mine. So huh. my friend who was with me felt bad and they were like, oh, I'm going to get you a reading in Albany, we'll get a real palm reader. That lady didn't know what she was doing. So we went to Albany and I tried to get my palm read in Albany in a real place, um, an actual storefront. And um, they did the same kind of thing. They wouldn't no read way. my read. Sure. And then I went and got the Encyclopedia of Palmistry and I started looking, I started you know, researching what it was that they were looking at, what did they see? And really what it was is that they just didn't know enough probably to really interpret it. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Yeah. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. So it happened so that you would get into it and that because that was your path. Yeah. And then when I got into the Vedic stuff, I really was like, wow, there's so much more than there is in like the Western idea of palmistry of just like the lifeline being just the lifeline and the headline being just the headline. Or like it's so much more than that. In Vedic, it shows you that your lifeline has to do with your quality of life, your lungs, how you're breathing. Mm. Um, it can tell me how your spine is doing. Um, the, the health of your mind has to do with the health of your spine. Um, so I can oh, see interesting. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all part of the reading, too, is our animals, our fur babies. Um, so Raven, in your family, you know, all of us have a story about how like we evolved having this and psychic ability and connection. Did your family, other than, did you say your, your, um, Mima? My dad's mom, um, my Mima and my papa are from Ireland. Um, Mima's oh, of course. Island, but yeah, <laughs> of course it comes from the Irish. Yeah, um, exactly. And um, a lot of it, like she taught me like a little bit of tarot with regular mm -hmm. cards. Didn't tell us it was tarot. Never would have called it that. Um, <laughs> you know, little hints of things. You know. But you know what's funny is that they did it with a regular set of, you just said regular cards. cards. They yeah. did it with regular playing cards back in the day. I've actually had a reading done that way. And I thought to myself, 
um, like it, it's kind of crazy um, how, again, how accurate it is when somebody does that for you. Yeah. Also with, with you have, um, because your family, it sounds like does a lot of like old school stuff, but did you guys um, also do tea readings, tea leaf, tea leaf readings? I didn't hear about that in my family, but like I said, it was super hush hush. So I don't know what they did. Um, on my mom's side though, there's a little bit of like the Eddie family stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of um, history of mediumship and speaking to spirits on her family. Well, that's side. interesting. Interesting. Yeah, quite the family line there, huh? Both sides. So yeah. be before you do a before you do a deep dive into our palms. Um, tell us a little bit like the basic stuff we should know about with the palm reading. So the things like that I can tell that I'm not going to be able to talk to you guys about because I don't have your palms in my hands. Um, oh. oh, okay. Just the pictures. Or soft you are in certain areas. Like if you're strong in your thumb area, that can tell me a lot about how you love. That's your Venus mount. So it can tell me all about your Venus mount, how plump it is, how, you know, bouncy, um, and then how prominent, you know, and stuff like that I can't see in a, in a um, picture. Oh, Michelle, um, I think yours is more prominent. Yours, we're holding them up. If the, the listeners could see us, we're holding up our hands, like pressing on our, our Venus mound. My Venus um, mounds are moundy, I guess. <laughs> uh, yours are very moundy. Do so you show, just show us yours quick. <laughs> don't give me the finger. I did this before, so. <laughs> Sorry, I, put like up, I put up the wrong fingers. My bad. Yeah, like <laughs> turn turn them towards each other. Yeah, because Dennis didn't show me his thumb in his pictures, so I couldn't really see his the way he holds it. So the way you hold your thumb will tell me, like, if you're really guarded, you'll hold it in. The Fawn's thumb that sticks way out is like super open um, and lets people in really easy. Um, I also would test your flexibility with each finger and it would tell me how flexible you were with your mercury. Um, that has to do with how you speak, um, your communication, your analytical ability. Um, so that would tell me how flexible you are with that kind of thing. You're <laughs> I know we're doing it as she's talking. So the <laughs> listeners know it's just like, you know, when your kids go get to the dentist or something and they're telling them to open their mouth and you keep going along with your kid it's the same thing as raven's talking we're holding up our hands and doing all kinds of pulling finger on our fingers stuff. yeah pulling on our fingers and stuff um all right so raven um why don't you start oh okay and your um your ring finger is your son everything to do with your son is your ring finger your middle finger is your saturn so that's responsibility so if you flip somebody off you're saying f responsibility you know mm, and then you're so when you manage things so that's your you know you're managing your outward or you're managing your inward that's your jupiter so that can tell me a lot about if you know about astrology anything to do with how you process information how you teach if you're a teacher oh cool so i can kind of look at your main lines on the pictures but those are the kind of things that i would mostly do in person that i can't really do all right, right. so Let's start with um, what you got on D Scott Ooh. on his palms. <laughs> Sip of a drink. Hold on. You go right ahead. You take a gulp. Now, should he hold his hands up so you can see his thumbs now too, Raven? Yeah. Hold Dennis, if you could hold your hands Pick up. up. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So I love the way you hold your thumb. It tells me that you're not too closed off and you're not too open. So I wouldn't be having to tell you to, you know, guard yourself more or to let people in to have a more fulfilled life. Um, that's kind of what I try to do is just counsel people on how they can get a more fulfilled life and working on different areas. Hold your right hand up for me. Are you right hand dominant? I'm left handed. Hold up your left hand for me. <laughs> So I do notice that your Jupiter finger kind of leans into your Saturn. And that tells me that you might be a little bit timid in the way that you manage other people and yourself, um, but it's mostly at the end of your finger. So that mostly has to do with you speaking up towards other people in a management situation. 
So you're probably not actively being a teacher in front of a classroom. Um, I can't see underneath that finger, but there would be a square if you were a teacher. Um, and in your pictures, I can't really see those extra cute little um, things, symbols that'll pop out at me and they usually light up even. Um, but I do, you're um, probably good with money though because your Saturn finger looks pretty straight. Um, that would be someone who's good with money right off from the bat. So if it was twisted up, I'd be like, oh, you're not that good at money. Um, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes people have a big knot on this finger right here. And that is a social worker finger. That is someone who um, puts other people before themselves with their money. They spend all their money on their community or they spend their money on the well-being of others before themselves. Aww. But I think that you're pretty, you know, um, evenly keeled in that way about spending money on yourself and other people. It seems really even. Now, when we go over to your sun finger, it's kind of leaning into your Saturn again. So that kind of means that to me, you're probably not allowing yourself to be as creative as you could be. Um, your sun may be a little bit debilitated in your chart. Um, it would be like something where um, issues with... Um, I think I should be responsible today. I wouldn't draw a picture, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but you can allow yourself to express yourself in creative ways. Try not to let your responsibilities get in the way of that. And you can find a more fulfilled, you know, life in that way. And you can find that expression as you mature with these with things, you'll notice that your hands change and your fingers will start mm -hmm. to stand apart as you work on certain things. Really? Mercury. Your mercury stands out by itself. That tells me that um, you're not afraid to speak up. You'll speak up. So now when I said with your Jupiter, you might not speak out to other people in a management way. If someone who didn't have a voice was in need, you would say something with a Mercury like that. Because Mercury has a podium in your microphone. That's 1,000% D. So 1,000%. That's very accurate. Thank you for standing up for people like that. I appreciate Aww, He's a good yeah. guy. He's a good yeah, guy. Thank you. <laughs> we're going we're to keep you, D. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Raven, are you looking at the up post pictures of his hands that we sent to you? Oh. I'm so I notice um, one thing that stands out really a lot is in your moon mount, you have this cut right here, this like a line that cuts into this area. And this is your moon mount. So that would also be about maybe cutting off your ability to, um, to be rhythmic. Um, it might have to do with dreams and um, going out of your body um, and dreaming like astral projection and things mm -hmm. like that. And it might have to do with that being troublesome, especially in your early years. And as you mature into yourself, which Vedic astrology says we mature at like 45 to 60. This is not an 18 year old thing. So <laughs> see, um, you would probably find that you would get more rest and be more of a good manager of the things like where you're going in your dreams and stuff like that. Um, but one of the things that really stands out is with that you have you were so one hand tells me what you're set up for and one hand tells me what you're doing with it usually mm. unless you're really infectious and it comes in harder with um energy healers because we use both hands but oh wow yeah so i did notice that you're set up to be pessimistic to kind of be like a, oh moon. um <laughs> like a whoa into the moon and uh but he totally is. He does it all the time when we're just talking. He's so like freaking like like that pessimistic, sarcastic, like old man, like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, grumpy, <laughs> grumpy old man. Yeah. Right. You have worked on this so much that you have turned this into a very even-keeled line. Yeah. Almost like a matured Libra or something, where you found this balance, um, where you um can turn this into like an intuition thing. And you can see. Um, multiple steps ahead. Like you'd probably be a pretty good chess player um, with the oh. mind. I see. <laughs> and your spine is probably doing well, but it can probably have problems with getting a little bit twisted up um, when you lean into those old tendencies. Ooh. 
Mm-hmm. So when his back, when his spine's bothering him, that should be an indicator that he's maybe falling back into a pattern that doesn't necessarily serve him anymore. Yeah, with the pessimistic stuff and not not um, letting himself rest in his dreams um, and checking on other people and checking on other things while you're sleeping. Um, your subconscious is like running oh, around. Yeah, I could see that with you. Yeah. How does that all resonate with you, Dave? It was kind of creepy, to be honest. <laughs> Although I, don't, I would never, I would never say that I'm good with money, um, but maybe I don't know. I usually don't have enough to manage that much. No, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure because I generally don't have a lot to manage. So, so someone should give you a lot of money so that you can see how you do with it. Oh yeah, I'm open exactly. to donations. Absolutely. Jupiter <laughs> 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 stuff. <laughs> If anyone Not wants it, if anyone wants my email address or my Venmo, I'll happily. Do that. <laughs> you can right. add that little Venmo code onto the uh, the, the website there. The, the if I can get everyone that listens to Venmo me one dollar. Hey. No, stop it, because it's gonna wind up happening. <laughs> like a GoFundMe page for D Scott, just so he can practice his. Um, what the palm reader said about managing money. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> oh my gosh! Who's next? Oh my god! Katie, so, do you want to go next or show? No, no, Michelle, you go. You okay. go. So I'll hold my. I don't know why this light is so obnoxious. Is that better? I don't know if that's better or worse. I love those hands. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're so sweet. So those hands tell me that you're really concerned about other people. And all um, different um, knuckles and things, you can see where they come out and come back in a little bit, especially in your Venus and your thumbs. Um, That might even cause a little bit of trouble in here um, when you worry or over worry or care about others a little bit more than yourself and don't, you know, send some of that love back into your hand. Is that why my thumbs hurt lately? I'm, I'm, I was telling my husband, my thumb, my thumbs are killing me. <laughs> yeah, too much allergy. Okay, so some self-love for me, absolutely. And I do see that in the middle of your hand, in, in this line, um, in your lifeline, that there was that, are you sure you want to do this moment? Like, maybe even that. Um, I think we might have already talked about this. I, I see a lot of poems. So I don't really remember when I read your poem last time. Um, but I, I noticed that split that's a lot like mine. And it's where um, instead of it being cut and you finding a way around it, it kind of yeah. overlaps where you're like, eh, I don't know for sure. And you're kind of living in the like on the fence about a lot of stuff. Is that um, like, a, is that a question? to be here and really wanted to fulfill these big shoes. Someone with a line like that has big shoes to fill. Oh gosh. Yeah. Is that like past or present or future or all the above, would you say? Um, that would be probably around a 25 to 35 year, like oh that 10 year period. Um, yeah, that, that was when I got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I moved out and um, when I first started, uh, you know, putting up my shingle about with being a psychic medium. That's indicative of people living in two worlds too, because now the inside of your thumb towards your thumb, the line of your lifeline towards your thumb is talking about the spirit realm, right? Oh, and, okay. And this side of it is talking about um, the living. So when you have ones that cross over the line, and that's talking about people that you knew that were alive that have crossed into the spirit room. But of course, with um, a line like that, that's a foot in each world. That's, you know, you living with a foot in each world and being a medium. So that comes into play right there. And that makes um, so much sense. Experience that could be, I'd have to really look at the color of that and look at that with a magnifying glass to really see how you got through that. Oh yeah. Next. Hey, we're going to be up at, uh, you're going to be at, uh, the, the one on uh, November 5th at in Amsterdam, that psychic yeah. fair. Yeah. So we'll all be there. It's at the century club. I'll just throw a plug. Um, 
Century Club in Amsterdam, and that is November 5th. I think it's like 10 to 6. And that's the one that our friend Barb is in charge of. And uh, it's always a good fundraiser. And uh, she, uh, Raven will be there. I think it's oh. one of your favorites too, Michelle. You love going to that one. I love that one because, you know, there, I think the lights are better like that. Barb is so good about getting just the best people with, and when I say the best, I mean with the, the talent, the, the positive intention. And it's just such a good group. We're all so happy to see each other every time. And it's just, uh, I'll, I'll go early and I'll hunt Raven down with my magnifying glass and a flashlight. <laughs> She's amazing. Do it. <laughs> so do we need me to still hold these up or am I good? Oh, sorry, you were still holding them up, Michelle. I'm sorry? So, do it one more time. I'll okay. get those. So which one are you dominant on? Right. Okay. Let me see just the dominant. Okay. Oops. You know what it is? I think I have my screen flipped. There we go. Okay. Okay. So I love your spatulated ends of your fingers. And that is just like someone who can hold on like to, um, is, can be very grounded or, I mean, it's just like what you would think, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you can stick to stuff. Sometimes I'm too sticky. I love the way your Mercury finger stands out apart. And we talked about that, how you will make a voice for those who can't be heard. Mm -hmm. And knowing what you do makes a whole lot of sense. Um, mm -hmm. And your thumb, a little bit Fonz-like. So you're very open-hearted. Um, I also see, so when you have a line of fingers and then it drops down like ours does, Michelle, and your pinky's yeah. just a little bit lower, starts yes. a little lower, that says about... Um, self-worth problems um, oh yeah you know yeah well, I was having to work on that and um you know that talking about that maturing into that at 45 to 60 the ability to take the podium for yourself um and know that your your words are worth speaking and um things like that putting myself first <laughs> yeah exactly right can't even imagine that right oh, can't even imagine it <laughs> Also, though, so where your pinky comes up to your ring finger, even though it's lower, it starts a little lower, it still comes up above this line on your on your ring finger. That tells me how good you are with numbers. So you're oh, probably wow. good with math. But now if you bring your thumb in here and it's a little lower than this knuckle, which it is way lower, it tells me you probably don't like the paperwork. Like what work? <laughs> You probably don't like to do paperwork, even though you're good at numbers. Oh, I despise paperwork. <laughs> Michelle, since I've known her, Raven, is always trying to get out of doing things that are technology-based or paperwork. Yep. And everything else, she's literally will show up with a, you know, the shovel. Yep. And and anything else to help you. And and will definitely be yep. that friend that like shows up anytime. But she, yep. she's like Oh, there's a lot of paperwork to fill out. Do you do that? I don't do that. <laughs> so I will clean your bathroom with a toothbrush and bleach, yeah, but exactly. do not make me fill out paperwork. <laughs> Anytime she asks her questions, she'll be like, oh, is there a lot of technology with that? I, I can't do that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, do I that. just turn off. It's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> your son and Saturn kind of lean on each other. Um, so your creativity might um, be part of what fuels your money. Um, you might make money. Your Saturn might benefit from your son, and they kind of lean on one another. And there might be a little bit of a nice balance play that goes on there. But your son, your Apollo finger is long. It's almost it's about as the same length as your Jupiter finger. So oh, that wow. tells me, yeah, that tells me that you're super creative. Um, the ability to be creative in all the ways Apollo is probably shining on you. And you do have a mark. I do remember it, but I cannot see it. Yeah, there it is. You do have a mark underneath that ring finger and that's the mark of Apollo. And that says Apollo shines on you um, in all of your creative ventures. Well, that is the coolest thing. You know, yeah. so cool. back when I watched Battlestar Galactica, I was in love with Apollo. 
<laughs> You're so funny. So I, I have a uh, Raven. I have a question because you you definitely seem to be connected so much to energy and all that kind of work. When you are reading people, um, doing their palms, do you get that same thing like somebody did to you, where you go, nope, can't read it, or you just don't want to be in their energy? I wouldn't do that to someone. I had that. I didn't like it, so I wouldn't. Yeah. I would make the best of it and find a way there there's got to be messages that can come out in a positive way and that's part of what shamanism is barb and getting taught um in the correct way um a way to deliver healing messages and positive turn some everything can be turned into a healing message um, and, and that's what's death and like gloom and you know even if it looks that way I can wait a minute and, and and talk to my spirit guides and find words that say that, that what's they, what what is the message they need here? Yeah. So you're in this just you're such an amazing person. You're in this for the the most wonderful of reasons, and that's uh, I, I just I love that about you. I'm always sending people go over and see Raven, <laughs> go see her. It's such a positive experience. Thank you. You're really sweet. Oh, I sure. love you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, like you said, we have great, I love the room with, with us in it. You can almost just feel and see the little angels and light beings celebrating above us. Yeah, we float. <laughs> yeah, bells too. And when we clear it, oh gosh, I love it when Michelle clears. Mm. I always clear yeah, the I just told somebody, we I literally just told somebody that when you do the clearing, Michelle, you can almost feel a pop with the energy. Yeah. And that's been poppier lately, ever since mid-August. I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah. Are um, you feeling it too, Raven? Yeah. Jupiter and Sun are in their homes retrograde, and they're just working really hard on our love for ourselves and on past life stuff. Oh, my gosh. Talking about past life stuff. You know, with Saturn, it is all about all your karmic duties. And if you're up for the challenge, which you guys are, because I've seen it on your palm, um, with this life, you guys signed up for some really work, soul work that not just to give to other people, but to work on yourselves. And I saw it near too, Katie, um, where you signed up really a lot with that Sun-Saturn thing, um, where you're ready for your karmic duties um, and to pay off all karmic debts. And that stuff's happening for everybody, even the people who did not sign up for it right now. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. No. <laughs> What's interesting, and you both have probably had the same thing too. I have been saying, Michelle and I kind of had a conversation about this before, Raven, that I am seeing, first of all, usually your year, the year, and it would be with astrology, it kind of does the ebb and flow. And we kind of know what's going to happen, like just energetically with people when the veil is thinnest and that kind of thing. Well, so coming out of pandemic, going into the holiday season, I thought to myself, it's going to be fine once we hit January. Everything will feel good again. Everybody will be back up. It didn't. If anything, it kind of went slowly down yeah. for the last nine months of this kind of like uh, energy, uh, energy. And no, is it anything you got to go and hide from? No, but you may just not feel that it feels good or you feel like that warm and fuzzy even hitting summertime there might have been some of that where okay the world is open again in the northeast everybody's outside but people didn't want to people people yeah. didn't want to be in large crowds they they really were like oh i can't stand other people's energy or i don't want to talk to this person anymore there was a lot of things with like everybody kind of coming back together that really wreaked havoc with a lot of these planets i've also seen um and talked about in some of my classes that with um schumann's resonance i don't know if you yeah, i talked before on here about this but yeah. with schumann's resonance it ha has kind of even done more to it where people are feeling anxious um really like worried stressed um needing to be more private and and anytime that's happening you know you kind of say okay take a break and just kind of go inward but it's creating almost like a mental hysteria yeah and fear need humans and and we so 
I love I, I I have to respect people's space when they ask me to respect it. I'm one who needs so much space. I need a lot of space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also need at some point for my friends and family to reach out to me. Because um, I'll just stay there and I'll just stay in the funk. But I also wanted to just, you know, remind that everyone who's going through a tough time that growth hurts. You're not gonna grow when you're comfortable. And <laughs> yep. good point. Uh, you know, um, nothing's going to be common. And Year, so we years do- ago, I had a teacher say that just before growth or breakthrough, whether it's psychically or with your life and even manifesting, you usually kind of go through um, a heavier time where it feels like you're inward. You might even be dealing with some health issues because you've got to overcome that. And then there was a breakthrough. And that's what I keep waiting for is like this great big feeling of like, ah, oh, relief. The yeah, the relief. And and not even so much for myself, but for everybody like around me. So, and my clients, especially because they're really feeling. And once you tell them like, listen, this is that kind of spiritual funk. You're going to come out of it soon. The anxiety and stuff that you're feeling, it's not really your anxiety. It's other people's stuff or um, your need to be more private. Once I say that to them, they're going, oh, okay. It's almost like people need permission to go, I can't do this right now. Or even just the validation that they're they're growing. Just right, feel, right. Feel uncomfortable. You are growing right now. You can guarantee that if you're feeling mm-hmm. And this so, will end. Saturn is the slowest. He it, he is the, the it, shiny is the planet that, um, promises, but also delays. It delays everything. So this is going to be a pretty slow process, and it's going to be into 2023 with Saturn. But um, a lot of people will feel the pinnacle in the middle and like a growth, and start to feel the gaining as not so much the loss of it, but the gaining coming through the second half of it, and that's coming like you know November, December. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of work still to do next year. Just to, to hear that, you know, you see it easing and the, and the, the growth yeah. being able to take place. Um, I think it helps everybody. I do too. I do too. Moments in this time, every moment you get, celebrate it. Celebrate it when you get those moments of relief and a sigh where you can just breathe, a little mm-hmm. bit of rest, because we're even working in our dreams and our sleep. And I was talking to Dennis a little bit about that. And you were, I heard you talking recently, I think in one of your podcasts about, you know, people not getting much sleep lately and things mm, like that. Right. We're learning, we're growing and we're going places, but <laughs> take those moments and enjoy those moments. Cause there's, you know, we need them. We need those rejuvenation moments for this. Amen. 100%. Katie, your palms. Okay. Yay. All right. Yours are so, which, which one's dominant? This one. Okay. So put them both back up again though for me. So the one where you're dominant, everything is very well um, balanced. You know, they're standing, you let them shine on their own, your planets are. But when you look at what you're given, you see that the sun and Saturn and Jupiter are kind of pushed together. Mm-hmm. And it's picture too. So I imagine that um, as you were growing, um, your father probably has a lot to do with your karmic responsibilities and and a lot to do with where you went in life. And um, it's a lot with with that sun and Saturn together that has a lot to do with that. And that has to do with you being karmically tied from past lives. Raven, my dad, I love my parents and I'm very fortunate that they're both still with us um, and, and, um, in our lives, my father is this amazing man who anybody that knows him in the community um, was somehow like people stop me all the time to tell me how, you know, he, they worked with him and whether it was at Niagara Mohawk or through um, the Schenectady Chamber of Commerce, he was the president or not the president, excuse me, he was the uh, chairman of the board. And then he was the head of Metroplex. Everybody knows him. Just even recently, um, one of the Malozies stopped me and said, your father was in the Marine Corps, right? And I said, yeah, he's still, he's actually still um, 
uh, involved with the Marines and it's like a retired contingent mm. in, um, it's called the Electric City Marine Corps contingent and it's over in Schenectady. And my father goes over and volunteers and does all kinds of stuff. So they asked me at Johnny's restaurant if they could have a picture of him for the wall, like a, a photo of his, you know, when him in military. So I am getting so many people and I'm so proud of it that contact me and said, oh, I'm having dinner with your dad. And they'll show a picture up on the wall in Johnny's Aww. restaurant. And it, it just is one of those things that it, I am so like um, proud of him. And yet my both my parents in my career, which is not conventional, um, <laughs> have been so supportive, both my mom and dad. My mom is the one that recognized it. And both my parents were the ones like, you just go and do whatever you want to do and so be whoever you want to be. Blessing. With your pointer finger leaning into, that kind of says things about spirituality, um, that he would have shaped your spirituality also. Um, very much. So, spiritual man, because it seems like it, he would be a very spiritual man with your finger. Super spiritual. So he's the one, if I called him up right now and anybody here was having an issue, I would say, hey, dad, can you do me a favor and say a prayer for Michelle or Raven or Dee? He'd go, oh, okay, no problem. I'll add him to my rosary. My father will do the rosary. He does it every single morning. And he adds all these people that we know or somebody sick because he doesn't want anybody to be forgotten. Oh, gosh. Sweet. Very, very spiritual. So. Jupiter astrology is also known as Guru. So it's like Guru and Shani Saturn and the sun um, is all together and... Um, that, and it's all representing your karmic ties and your dad and and thank you for hat for, for him thank thank him for me mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. you know that not only for you but in the community he's like a sun like where where satellites have to like can rotate around him and he can be that salt that solidarity um, that stability um, for for a lot of things and I can see all that in those fingers of yours um i also see how prominent that love that venus mount is that's big <laughs> <laughs> we have lucky men don't we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, i'm like, a i'm a hoe <laughs> <laughs> this says you're a hoe okay I'm a hoe mound Right, it's hysterical. Um, yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> We've lost. No, there she is. <laughs> I own it. I own it. <laughs> your moon mount also is really good. So you at least tap your foot to music. I mean, I can't push on it. So I can't see if it bounces to see if you're actively playing music. Yes, we do. Actually, we do quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, that's a pretty good squishy mount, moon mount you have there. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, more so on my left hand, it seems like. I just did that. Huh. It seems really squishy. So squishy. if I could have seen that, I would have talked, I would have been able to tell you that your mom played a big role too, and that you're probably real close to your mom and your dad. Um, Very. I love it. So Raven, my mom was the kind of gal in the 50s. She grew up in Red Hook, New York, and she was raised um, Protestant, I believe. I'm say, if I'm saying that and it's wrong, my mother will correct me. And she decided very young, and, and not people didn't do that during that era. She was like, no, I'm going to be Catholic. And she went, and all those churches in that little community faced each other, and she went over to the Catholic church, and she became Catholic. And Growing up, my mom always knew all these different things about different religions. And I thought that was like, you know, I, I figured everybody's parent was like that. But one of the coolest things that my mother ever taught me about spirituality, God and religion was she's like, listen, no matter what anybody tells you, God taught two things, love and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you've read the Bible, doesn't matter. God taught those two things. If you're doing those two things on a regular basis, then you're doing good. Um, yep. Mom, too. Yeah, she's. She... So, underneath your Apollo, your sun finger, which I don't mean to mix pantheons because the Vedic and the, but you know, I was always taught it was the Apollo finger from the Western, actually. But you have the Neptune, 
fork. That's that's let you know the three prong trident um, symbol. Yeah, um, that is so powerful underneath that sun finger. But that also talks about spirituality with Neptune being spirituality. So your creativity and probably even your money um, would come from that fork. But that fork mm. is that coming out of your mind line. And I want to say just kind of like with Dennis that you've done a great job with your mind because um, your mind had a had a straight line into your not as not into the pessimistic, but into the mm -hmm. where you could have like had your head in the clouds too much. Um, and there's like a Jupiter mark at the end of that. And it's amazing how you've rerouted this troubled mind from your younger years into the heart chakra oh. and into oh. the tune and aimed right where your parents had you aim it into the spirituality and it's all just written right out really beautifully it's real pretty um, that is so cool isn't it the coolest thing it what is the coolest good luck and love in your mature vedic area from 45 to 60 you would suddenly find love and that would carry through um to the end of your life, being full mm -hmm. of gratitude. There's gratitude lines coming up from there. and Lots of good things to look forward to. Raven, girl, you have no idea after doing, I mean, I used to come on the show and make jokes over and over again about, <laughs> just couldn't get it, just didn't get it, just didn't get love. And like literally dated, I think everybody in the capital region. <laughs> and um, and not, not good either. <laughs> but, and then out of the blue, I met my, my soulmate and um it, obviously later in our life and he is definitely my person so i i appreciate um you saying that because it definitely feels that way, feels that way. so you had said something about your hands will change which i had never heard that before mm -hmm. that as we age the obviously the wrinkles change or the the lines change um i think that's fascinating so you can put both your hands on a copy machine even um, on a photocopy and copy them and come back six months to a year later, especially in your younger years. But even as we are mature, um, it'll just be a little more subtle and at the ends of lines, you know, as the 45 mm -hmm. to 60, 60 to 80 kind of runs off of the hand and into the um, middle finger. But so up until 60, for sure, you can put both hands on a photocopy and come back six months to a year later and do it again. And one hand will change most of the time. Now, if you're ambidextrous or if you're doing Reiki, um, both hands mm. change in subtle ways and both hands will stay the same. I, it's, it's tougher to read and, and, and yeah, but as long as, um, for the most part, 80 to 90, 85% of all people, um, one hand will change and one hand will never. So how does scarring, like does scarring work in with it too? Like if you see a hand that's got scarring on it and that works in with the lines as well? Yeah, so people try to will you know tell me, oh no, that was that was such and such I, that happened when I was that's a you know um a, an injury injury I nothing is an as a mistake you know um so if that injury could happen anywhere so I absolutely still read where that is and mm -hmm. um, especially something so traumatic that it took the use of an area because I mean you could have taken the use of any part of your body and any traumatic thing but it was that area in specific. Even mm -hmm. with our kids, if you, if, you know, someone will tell me, oh, you can't read how I'm holding my fingers up because I have arthritis, but I, but yeah, no, the arthritis tells me way more. Um, it'll tell me where you're holding on to stuff or, um, you know, the things that worry you. That's a lot of extra worry about things that you can't control. Um, and that can do restless leg syndrome and then arthritis mm -hmm. and and a little bit of indecision and decisiveness, guilt, resentment, and things like that. And I can see where those guilt and resentment and think where those problems lie if it's this finger as opposed to this one. Or wow. yeah, that'll tell me a lot. So it's fascinating. Also, funny? I had years ago um, a student um, in one of my classes, um, Mary Birch Masheron, if she's listening, mm -hmm. and she's amazing. And she used to say you can also read the side of the hand, the wrinkles, and it would tell how many kids you were gonna have. And is that accurate? 
So in, what, in the book that I had originally gotten, it told me that the lines right here would tell you exactly how many kids you have. I found that not to be true. Um, actually, I found that these lines right here do change on both hands on the side. Um, and that is caregiver lines. So if you're actively caring for two people, those two people will show up right here. But if your kids are grown in oh. the house, they may not show up anymore in your caregiver lines right here. But if you have a spouse that is like your child, <laughs> <laughs> that baby right there. Um, but spouse is a little different usually than the children than the caregiver line. But if the caregiver line and the spouse line can can uh, intertwine in that way. And then, so then I can tell if you've traveled with these lines and I can tell which parts of the world you've traveled. Holy and tell if you're gonna move and stay somewhere else. Like if you're gonna move out of the country that you were born in and stay out of the country you were born in. Um, but with the people that we're hang that I always hang around and that are seeming to come and get palm readings more often have astral projection lines. Those are just oh. like travel lines, but they don't come around and go into like the physical part of the hand. Oh, that's what okay. I've got. <laughs> just look at mine. You both do. Yeah, we do a lot of traveling. Like, yeah, we do a lot of traveling. Um, that I think that's so interesting. And does that also tell like the how many times you'll be married, or is that is that on the side there too? I can see that more in the heart line. And that's more oh, okay. on the hand what you're given. Um, and then I can see what you're doing with it. I mean, um, so most of the time I can see when you've had serious heartbreaks, if it was like a legal ma marriage versus a heart marriage, they look the same probably on a hand. Um, and that's then your top line, money line, they call it a money line sometimes. And if money is not what makes your life feel fulfilled, if you're a person who like doesn't need to worry about money, but like a child will fulfill your life or whatever it is that would fulfill your life would show up on that line that is called the money line. That's so interesting. Like, That's on my left hand. I keep doing this, like holding up my hands, looking down on my hands. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like being with a toddler. Like, yeah, they look at my hands. <laughs> Daddy came. <laughs> can't see the little tiny lines um over the phone and on video and through picture and these will tell me like if you're friendly um if you cause smiles when you use any of these planetary aspects um or if you're you know harsh um, in the way that you deliver messages through you know your jupiter manager or your uh, money or you know whichever finger or planet you're using and we didn't talk about Mars. So I did notice that um, you two ladies have a little bit similar to me that probably your Mars tells me about how quick you are to fight um, or mm. if you would fight. And um, I noticed that Katie probably would stand up for someone if you had to. And I think we already talked about with that Mer for Mercury. But when you were younger, you might've been quite the, um, Quite the firecracker if you if someone got you exactly exactly if, De if Denise is listening Denise Denise was the one my best friend she's like my sister everybody was afraid of Denise because you know she looked badass I was that one that looked like Laura Angle but yeah. she would literally be the one that would turn to me and nudge me Raven and go are you going to take that shit from them and I'd be like, like <laughs> that's all she had to do to ignite me and I'd go on. and then afterwards I'd kind of like relive it and I'd be like maybe I shouldn't have acted like that yeah. and that's probably a health that you know what could be a Mars in its you know uh, home sign or something like that yeah. <laughs> and um yeah so with you, Michelle, I did notice that you might have to be standing up for yourself or something right now, or you're having to stand up for someone because on I, your it was a little bit pink. Even. Yeah, it it's, I could see the puffiness when you held them up. Yeah, but you know, that's set up for that. But you're having to stand up for someone right now, it looks like. I am my mom's caregiver. Oh, that's right. And her advocate. And I, I'm battling yeah. with doctors and. No. Thank you. Thank you for standing up for her. Oh, anything, you know, I'll do anything to, to keep her safe and happy. So, 
Amazing. So have you had times too, Raven, where you're you're doing a, a reading, you're looking at their hand and you realize either the person's highly deceptive, like they're they're basically lying to you while you're doing their their palm reading, which we get all the time. Oh yeah. Um, but like you can't you can't not see it. Or have you ever had somebody that was like, oh my God, this person's a serial killer? <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, I hate when that happens. Not in a long time. But when I was younger, I saw some troublesome stuff. Uh, I guess maybe because of my own troublesome decision-making skills uh, that I would be around people that I would find things that were troublesome. Oh. But yeah, I can see um, like uh, the more often than not, I see something like the ability to manipulate the truth for their own benefit. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. But maybe yeah. I'm not like an active liar, but now, of course, it might be kind of known that there can be a simian line when your head line and your heart line are one. And Katie, you could have gone that way um, on your hand, the way you were going um, when you jumped out of your head and into your heart. Um, you could have ended up merging the two and kind of not having either one fully and running emotions through your head and not for your heart, but you didn't. You did a great job. And with your parents um, bringing you in the right direction, you went right into spirituality and you did you did so well. And there is no opinion line. And then I know someone who I, you know, because of, I would never share other people's information and say names because of, um, you know, confidentiality. But I have also seen a hand where they had a simian line and they were born with that. And you could see where they split the two and they did so much work. The one line will always have the simian line, but the other hand, you can see where they worked and got them separated. And then they did kind of similar to you, Katie, and now they're a minister. Oh, oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, a, that's that kind of stuff that's like, you just, you couldn't plan something like that, but it's really interesting how it reads out on, on the hand. Um, oh, and the dentist too, I forgot to tell you, I noticed that there was one mark right here that goes like this that says you're such a good listener um and you're yeah. a good uh, shoulder to cry on and if people um yes he is very much so. and then minister type away like that's the very least that kind of friend to people so thank you for being that oh. yeah, you're not supposed to let my secrets out but thanks <laughs> See, D is one of those people that's a nicer guy than he wants anybody to think he is and exactly. he is a big pussy cat and he is so good to us and takes good care of us and anybody else that's in his circle you Such know he's the man. dad to all the, the girls and you know like with his daughters and stuff and he's just amazing and I don't think he gives himself nearly enough credit but obviously um, it's nice that somebody else sees it too I think the key to what you said, though, is for the people that are in my circle, because I, I will do anything for the people that are in my circle. But if you're not, mm, eh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. If, if, so your thumb probably isn't very movable. Your Venus mount, you know, you probably don't have a very flexible thumb. No. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Which is a good thing for the people who need a solid you who you care about and are in your circle. But like you said, that says that if they're not in the Venus Mount and they're on the outside of that, they're probably <laughs> a, a big Mars wall. Yeah. Outside That's the funny. circle of trust. <laughs> so Raven, are you, are you going to be um, teaching any of this over at Willow Tree Wisdom? Are you doing that currently? I'm not yet. Um, I would like to. But I'm starting to make real good connections that I haven't heard of anybody else making as far as seeing symbols for the different planets and different in the area right here between where your finger meets your hand, mm -hmm. only on the um, non-dominant hand. And, mm -hmm. but it's not the traditional symbols that like, it's not like, you know, what we think that the Jupiter symbol is, is exactly what it is. So I have to do a little bit more research on that stuff because I want, I would like to really get that right and hone that, um, that conversation that's on the hand. You know, Girl, you are ready. You don't even need to be working anymore. At that. <laughs> I know that just a confidence thing, 
but trust me when I tell you, you are so ready. So you should, you should definitely make sure that that is on your magic list, your to-do list going forward, because you're a great speaker and you're absolutely darling and fun to work with. So and I'm signing up um, for your class. We'll <laughs> sign up for your class. Yes. And we'll, we'll broadcast it. How can our listeners get a hold of you? So, um, you can find me like Raven Flaherty, um, or you can call me. I have, I have my phone number right on my cards. It's 518-330-1051. And you can call me. I don't answer my phone, <laughs> but leave me a message. <laughs> I don't either. Me neither. Nope. <laughs> I know, that's something I learned way a long time ago because otherwise I take no, it all in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or text me, um, and we can figure out a time. Or I will also be at, um, I, I keep up with my Facebook page. Every once in a while, I'll post an event that I'm going to be at. And that's and then, uh, Raven Flaherty, right? Yeah. And All right. H-E-R-T-Y. Flaherty. Okay. Now, are and you going to be at the best time? Doing the, oh. Yeah, you guys are doing the, the events coming up, correct? Yeah, on the 22nd, I can't do it because of a previous uh, commitment on the 22nd of October, right? Yeah, the 22nd of October, there's a psychic fair at the best house in the town of Middleburg. And uh, Barb Nesnack is uh, very active in trying to save this historic site. And it was one of the first doctors in the Middleburg area. And so, you know, back when doctoring was leeches and amputations and whatnot it's still set up like that it was basically closed down so it's, it's very thick um energetically there's a lot of spirit activity there so i i wish i could do that but raven you're going to be at that aren't you yeah i'll be there i'm excited i yeah. wish you were going to be there too uh, yeah i have to figure out what time because that i'm uh, going to be speaking at the albany rural cemetery chapel that oh night. that's right i forgot that yep for that fundraiser for the superintendent's house, um, which we will start having psychic fairs at. So that'll be a lot of fun. But if I can do even just a little time in Middleburg and then come back and, and go to the, um, the, the event at the cemetery. And then we're both on November 5th at the Century Club in Amsterdam. That's 10 to yeah. 6. And, Wonderful. Uh, and our buddy Tom is there, Tom Kearns, Melissa Neely, Barb Nesnack, you name it, the whole gang's there pretty much everybody we've had on the show yes <laughs> and any of our other podcasts um any place else or anything else people can reach you at or go see you at raven um i do have crystal reiki coming up this weekend on the 24th where is that have, girl crystal reiki um suzette and make an appointment because she sets up my schedule for me that's right okay. how, do they, how do they do that um you just call her I can figure it out what the phone number is. Hold on just a moment. We can also have you send if you, there's a link or the phone number and Dee can put that on the um, page for this. Okay. I think that people would love to meet you and learn more about what you do. Aw, I would love to, I would love that. And Michelle, what other things do you have coming up? Um, what did you Besides, oh geez, I always forget to bring my calendar in here with me. Yeah, I've got the uh, the Albany on twenty second, um, and then November November fifth we have the um, the psychic fair in Amsterdam. Um, you know, I know there's something else, and I'm going to kick myself, but I, I'll share it on the Facebook page because this is the the busy couple of months. Yeah, it is. This, have, is our, this is our season. Yeah. Um, D, what do you have coming up? Nothing. <laughs> you always say I'm, that. They have like five different things that you're doing. No, I'm I'm DJing LaSalle's homecoming this weekend on the 24th. Oh, nice. Um, and if anybody in the immediate capital region needs a DJ, you can email me dscottradio at yahoo.com. Um, I'm, always, I'm always looking to do uh, whatever and add to your, add to the event that you may be having. Uh, so I'd be glad to do that. Uh, outside the capital region, if you want to fly me to where you are with all of my, <laughs> then that's gonna it's kind of costly. But you know, hey, I'm worth it, I guess. He, uh, <laughs> yes, he's a great MC. Everything it's he's yes, he is. But other than that, uh, not a lot. I got the other the the undisputed podcast with Bobby Fish, which uh, if you are a 
professional wrestling fan, um, you can check that out wherever you're listening to this podcast because it's it's all on the same platforms. Uh, we're actually doing an episode tomorrow with a friend of ours who was a stand-up comic that graduated with us and is oh. now he's now out on the West Coast, out in LA doing stand-up and wow. working with some pretty big names. And uh, we got some pretty good stuff lined up for that podcast as well. So excellent, wonderful. Okay, um, for my oh. for my listeners, I have um, the class going on right now with uh, Sharon um, Porto. And um, we are doing a second level one. We're right in the middle of that right now. We will be offering that again. So we'll be looking for that. We're going to do a level two psychic development class. Um, I just posted um, a Zoom talk, like a seminar. I wanted to say it was a dead talk, but somebody's already used that and said TED talk. But I wanted people to kind of get on with me and be able to ask any questions. Not so much get a reading, but just ask ghosty questions, you know, things that people are constantly approaching me about and saying, hey, you might think this is weird, but, and then they want to share their story. And I want to, you know, kind of help them or guide them or enlighten them. So I've got that coming up and that's in October. And then at the end of October, I am going back to Ireland and uh, have a group of 45 of my closest friends through Pack Your Bag <laughs> Travel. And we are going back to Haunted Ireland. Um, it's going to be amazing because of Connie and the rest of the crew. And then Connie has already booked for next year. And we're starting to take reservations for Haunted Scotland. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're going to go. I don't know. I might go through the stones and never come back. But just saying, I got to go to Scotland. It might Can't happen. Wait. Would might happen, play. might fall through the stones. So just got that going on. And other than, you know, got a new baby coming. Um, my my granddaughter coming soon. When is she Charlie? Doing? She's due the week I'm in Ireland. So oh, I'm literally, I know, I'm literally I keep saying to Jenna and Nicholas, just hold her in there. No, um, brush your I'm legs, gonna, brush your legs, gonna, girl. Exactly. I'm gonna fly back in from Ireland and go right to Albany and uh go to see maybe wait with them, but go to see the baby. And yeah. we cannot wait. We just had the baby shower. That's so, so. exciting. Oh I know. God. It's amazing stuff. All good stuff. Very blessed. Very, oh very blessed. God. So, well, guys, thank you all so, so much. Raven, it has been an absolute pleasure and delight to have you on. I'm I can't so wait to see and hear what happens next. Thank you so, so much. And again, thank you to all of our listeners for <laughs> subscribing, making your suggestions. Um, liking us, sharing us. Um, please keep at it. We love you guys. Love getting stopped places and that you recognize our voices. And uh, I had somebody today, I didn't have my camera on to do a reading and she goes, um, I'd like you to turn the camera on. She goes, but I do already know your voice because of your podcast. And she never, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So weird, isn't it? It is. It's very interesting. Interesting place to be. Um, so we will see you all again or talk to you all again soon. Thank you so much, and uh, y'all stay spooky. Sometimes.